Hello, my name is Lexi Davis. I'm a self-discovery coach, a yoga and meditation instructor, a love enthusiast, and a really playful human being. I serve people through my business, Alive to Enjoy, and this is Heart Snuggles, a holistic wellness podcast where I invite guests to drop into their heart space through authentic conversations and compassionate intentions, all in mini cuddly episodes, hoping that you connect to your truth in the most authentic version of yourself. I hope you enjoy. Welcome everyone to Heart Snuggles. We're so happy you're here today and I brought a really beautiful guest. So go ahead and give yourself a little intro. Hello everyone. I'm so happy to be here with you, Lexi. So thank you so much for having me. My name is Amanda Chase and I am a creative director and the founder of Ocean. The spelling is O-S-H-E-N and it is the phonetics of the word ocean. That's a little bit about me and uh, what I do. So good. I love, I love, love, love your name. It's so unique and it's so simple, but unique, you know, I've never seen it spelled like that, but it makes sense. Like, yeah, I love what you did. So beautiful. And we start off the podcast with asking what was the last random act of kindness someone did for you? Oh man, that's a great question. The last random act of kindness that I received was I feel like this happens to me often actually which I'm really grateful for and it reminds me to do it for others as well uh the one that's sticking up most in my mind is when I was at Starbucks and the person in front of me paid for my coffee and so I got a free coffee that day um but I'm really grateful. There's like all these little, like little tiny gifts that are just constantly sprinkled throughout when you're paying attention, at least they feel like that. So whether it's someone gives me a free cookie, you know, or gives my dog a treat or, you know, there's little treats all over that that we can always receive. So I'm really grateful for those. But the Starbucks was the first thing that popped up in my in my mind when you asked that question. Perfect. Yeah, it's so true. They're always there. We just are like, it's so funny. Half the time when I ask people, they're like, I don't know. You know, like they think it has to be this big thing. And I'm like, it's happening all the time. Yes, it yeah. really does. Yes. It really does. When we start paying attention. So beautiful. And I would love for you to share your journey of how you started your business. Oh my goodness. I am so happy to share this story. I feel like um, the evolution of where I started to where I am now has really catalyzed my purpose. So it's a joy to share this story. It just really is why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So, um, the long story is that I fell in love with magazines and this idea of being a creative director or an editor in chief for a magazine Um, happened when I was 15 years old and I was completely transformed by imagery, the typography on the page, the editor and what they wrote, this whole print magazine that I could feel. And I could kind of take my little 15 year old self and go into a dream world, like a dream world of possibility. And that really catapulted my entire career and 
been a lot of ups and downs since then. Um, I ended up moving to Los Angeles and going to FITM for a year. After my bachelor's, I went to New York, worked in fashion magazines. I worked for that dream magazine that I, uh, I interned for that dream magazine that I fell in love with. And that was a really funny experience to be behind the scenes and see the people that I had admired. And it um, didn't really fall flat, but it definitely wasn't what I was thinking that it was going to be, which is really funny. And that's kind of like my experience of thinking it's going to be one thing and then really feeling that it's going to be something different. And so that, you know, what it looks like on the surface versus what's happening underneath is a theme that I still bring into my work today. And so you'll hear this throughout, but that stark contrast to what I saw on the pages from what I saw behind the scenes um, never sat well with me. And I experienced that in a lot of other fashion companies that I worked for. I started um, freelancing after doing a lot of inner work, like going to Kundalini, signing up for a yoga teacher training, getting a children's yoga certificate as well. Um, and just really feeling like this fashion path wasn't fulfilling me in the ways that I thought it was going to. And so on my journey of my inner work and my spirituality, I had this idea after doing, I think, 30 days of Subha Kriya, which my friend Desiree, who's the founder of Benchin, recommended I do five years ago. It completely catapulted me into coming up with what I'm doing now. And I merged my two interests, which was creating digital content with holistic wellness practitioners. So I bridged the gap there and I started off with just consulting and taking on clients with like big retainers. Like, if you wanted something done, I'll do it. I'll figure it out. Very eager, very hungry. And um, I started my What's Now Ocean as just a freelance gig. And I didn't expect it to take off, to be honest. I thought, I'll do this for a month or two and then I'll continue to apply for full-time jobs. But within the first month, I was making double the amount of money that I made in my corporate job. And I was having so much fun working with dream clients and just doing stuff that I never thought I'd actually be able to do. So I never ended up going back to apply for jobs. And I found myself three years, about two and a half years later, needing to hire people, build out my team, and I was taking on more clients than um, I really knew how to manage, to be honest. I didn't really know how to say no. Um, and then I had a pretty big injury in January of 2019 from really not paying attention to my body telling me to go slower and to like maybe think about something a little bit longer. <laughs> all, this, all the signs that I wasn't paying attention to. Um, and that really catapulted me to change up my business model and create a business model that was even more integral, even more me, even more authentic. 
and really getting back to my roots of creating what inspires me. So that's a long story. Um, but now Ocean is a creative space for uh, conscious entrepreneurs and sustainable brands to make something of substance and to kind of tie back that kind of story I was saying before where like the the front of the brand and the back of the brand kind of matching. That's what I do now. I help people visually express their essence, the brand's essence. And so I want someone to look at a brand and know that the person behind it is also in alignment with that as well. So tying back that correlation, that's really important to me that who we are is being reflected to the outside world. And I had to do that for myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's such a beautiful journey. And obviously like a lot of <laughs> turns you weren't expecting, but as is life. <laughs> so yes. yeah, I'm really proud of you for um, honoring what came up and, and shifting and listening and doing, even though it like may have come a, <laughs> a harder message than wanted, but it's mm -hmm. so, so great. And so how did you shift from being that ego-based business, a uh, heart center. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my, my whole, so when I, I wrote that to you, it's really important for me to own that because uh, that's what it was. And I didn't know it at the time, to be really honest. I thought that I was um, doing my best. And to be honest, I really was. But also underneath of that desire to achieve was also a lot of other uh, kind of ego-based desires, such as proving my parents wrong, mm. proving my high school boyfriend who never said I'd be able to make it wrong, proving to my bosses that never promoted me that I could make it, proving to, I mean, you name it. I always felt like the world was against me. Mm. And that's not the truth, but that's what my perspective was. And so I felt like I was this kind of like, I had a lot of anger and resentment, like deep, deep, deep down inside. And it was being manifested through achieving like grandiose financial goals and doing anything necessary to reach those financial goals. Now, I've talked many times with my therapist about this. I am not an evil entrepreneur by any means, but it's just small stuff. Like, did I need to have nine clients at one time? No, I didn't. Would, would I be a better decision would have been um, to say no when clients want to reach out and say, I don't have capacity until six months instead of saying, yeah, I'll take you right now. So it's not that I was evil entrepreneur. It's just, I didn't know how to handle people reaching out or dream clients reaching out and me saying no, that I really lived in a scarcity mindset. I didn't know what all this was leading to. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through that. Like, how would we know? Like we can read all the books in the world, but if we don't experience it, and that's really my, what I come here to do, I really learn through my experience and then teach through that. And that's what I do now. So now I really teach from being like, I went through all of that, that eco-based place. And um, it was really when, goodness, I just, I've really uh, doubled down, I guess, on my like spiritual practices, like 
so much um, in the past few years because when that ACL tear happened, um, I really resisted the message and what they were trying to like, what I was being invited to do, which was to slow down because I was so afraid of what would happen if I slowed down. Would I not be able to pay my rent? Would I lose my clients? All these things. And little like fun fact that I love to admit is like every fear of mine did actually come true. It did. I had to apply for a loan like during COVID. I had to tell my client or my employees I couldn't hire them anymore. Like I had to, I basically felt like I crumbled in front of everybody and all of those things happened and I'm still alive and I still, and I like myself even more today than I did then. So doubling down on my spiritual practices um, really got me into being receptive to the guidance of spirit and like surrendering to a path that my mind couldn't make up for me. And I started just trusting that I would be supported. I would be supported. And that's a lot easier said than done. But it, I do it through what I call these. Well, it's not like I made this up. It's just the phrase we use at Ocean, which is using our inner tools when we consciously create anything, whether it's our life or marketing elements. We bring in inner tools to help us connect to our intuition. And some of my most fabulous ideas have come in when I've been in meditation or writing my morning pages or on a nature walk. You know, those are the times when the mind is not driving the decisions and the heart is driving the decisions. So I resonate with everything you said. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I always have to learn through experiences too. And like, yeah, I, I'm just, I've just learned how like, powerful vulnerability is to like the more human we express ourselves the like first off the less we have to like pretend and hide and you know it just like is so constricting to not admit the truth of the matter and then like people understand you more and they have those parts too and it's just like yes it's okay <laughs> so okay. yeah and, yeah and it's been great to see your story as well and you're yeah. an inspiration for me and for everyone else who enjoys your content it's very liberating to see you living that as well Thank you. Yes. It's so, it's, yeah, it's just so great to be around like-minded people. And I love um, being in a heart-centered business and finding other heart-centered businesses because it's just like so expansive and it's so community oriented and you just feel like, it's just so lovely to like, I just want to keep amplifying those kind of businesses so that they can keep growing and know that it's possible because like you said, yes, we have a lot of shit we have to go through and it's not yeah. easy being an entrepreneur at all. And um, like personally, I don't have like an abundance of cash flow right now, but I am so good in all my other areas of life. And like living from this place just feels so much more fulfilling than having like a shit ton of cash right now. And so, yeah, there's just like so many benefits of it. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, we go through different experiences to teach us something and, you know, we always move through them. They never are going to stay here forever. And that's really how I view it. It's like, okay, what is the that's the lesson here that I'm invited to learn. And then like in six months from now, that will be over and you'll be on just learning something else. And it's just this really gentle way of, of living life. I feel like, because I feel when I was like in that more ego mind-based business, I wasn't happy. And that was probably like the biggest 
kind of like red flag that I noticed at one point, in addition to like mind, like literally not healing. Cause I never had enough time to do PT and like all these things, but happiness is a fundamental core value for me as an individual. Like that's why I started all this was so that I could live a ha- like a life that I wanted to be happy. Mm-hmm. And when I realized I wasn't happy, I was like, I'm, I've got it all wrong. I've got it all twisted. I'm backwards. So yeah, I had more money than I had ever thought I'd be able to make. I had a car that I really liked. I had I lived in an apartment that I really liked, but I was so empty inside. The riches of my life I didn't have. I didn't have good friends because all of my friends were basically like networking and acquaintances. Um, I lived in a big apartment by myself, which is like a big bill to pay at the end of the month. Um, a car that was showing everyone else something, like telling the world something about me. You know, and those I really learned through my spiritual practice uh, don't matter to mm-hmm. what's most important. And since I've you know, completely downsized everything in my life, and I even you know showed up with you today on this podcast, and I I'm I took a nap earlier, and I was like, I'm just sleepy today. Like I'm just showing up so me in every moment of my life, and. I don't have, um, I don't need the external validation to tell me that I'm good or worthy or whatever deserving because I already feel that within me from like not even having those, you know what I mean? It's just something that I hope that all people get to experience and that that's really what we're yeah, trying to kind of inspire with all heart-centered businesses. Yes, I agree so much. I'm actually creating an online course right now called the Embody the Magic of You. And it's literally centered around everything you just said, because I think it's like the most important thing. And when we can stop externally sourcing everything we're desiring, like you become liberated truly. And, um, yeah. and it's just so great to just be in your authenticity all the time. Like, oh, it feels so good. And I, yeah, I love when people show up just in their normalness. Like I'm in sweats 80% of the day. Like I love it. Like comfort <laughs> is one of my top values. And so I've never compromised that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I would love for you to chat about essence because I'm doing your little mm. challenge right now. And I think it's so fun. Yeah. And um, I feel like a lot of people mm. don't understand what essence even means and what their essence is. So tell us about oh it. Yeah, I'm so happy to talk about this. I, I'm definitely one of those people that feels more comfortable explaining something from a feeling sensation, as opposed to a definition sensation, like a definitive standpoint. And why I say that is because I admire so many people like my, one of my dear friends, Michelle Palazone from Holisticism would definitely be able to tell you a definition of like anything that she looks up because she is so smart and just so educated and loves to really define things that way. My approach is more feel-based. Um, so I'll explain how I express, I experience essence and what that looks like in the world of ocean, if that feels okay. Um, I have been obsessed with essence, this term essence. I didn't know it was called essence before but I always made mood boards growing up as a kid mood boards uh and and what I was actually doing was like cultivating practice of being a creative director you essentially 
put images together to evoke a feeling. And those feelings represent like how, like the essence of something. And so when I think of essence, it's something that everything has. So ocean has an essence. This podcast has an essence. You have an essence. Your business has an essence. Just like when we open up the Akashic Records, everything has an Akashic Record. The same is true with essence. So my dog has an essence. My partner has an essence. And what the, the, embody, the, the embody Your Essence Challenge is all about is helping people feel more confident in all of their um, multidimensional parts of self. Some, some, and this was inspired because I identify as being an entrepreneur, a writer, a creative director, an artist. Like I have all these kind of different, I guess we could say archetypes or personalities or identities. And I feel like I've more recently been embracing my inner artist archetype or my inner artist essence. And so that's been an identity that has been really challenging for me to embody and embrace. And um, even though it's been challenging because of my mind thinking, oh, you can't be an artist and an entrepreneur. Like those two worlds don't, don't coexist in the same realm, but they do. And so, so much of the work that I've been doing this past year has been, how do I embody my inner artist and really fully express her and be that and so I've just been kind of doing this like low key experiment for the past like nine months now since January of what that looks like and feels like. And I wanted to bring those teachings that I've experienced in my own life to everyone else so that they could feel more empowered in their essence and whatever that's like looking like that day. Um, I have. Yeah, of course, coming out about this too. I did a masterclass on it. So I'm really excited um, to help people find that within themselves, but then also combine my visual skills with helping them put the pictures behind it. Because sometimes that's not always a skill that everyone has. And since I've been unconsciously cultivating this since 15 years old and I'm 32 now, I feel very confident in my ability to visually express someone's essence and I think having those visuals even a mood board that's posted on your wall or in your journal or on your wallpaper on your computer on your phone it just reminds you of what it is that you're doing and what you're here to do so the course and the embody your essence kind of stuff that I'm interested in is is really helping people um live the life that they want to live like what do you want to be wearing? What do you want to listen to? What do you want to move to? What do you want to dance to? Where do you go shopping? These things, we don't think they matter, but they, they're all telling a story. And so I want people to feel empowered that they can tell their own story and however that looks like and feels like to them. And that really comes back to learning about yourself. So I hope that answered the question. Yeah. Um, about essence. (laughs) That's such a, I love that journey that you take people on and your passion behind it. You know, it's like, we all should be teaching from that place. Like teach about the things that really light you up like that. And that is such a beautiful thing to 
cultivate in people. Like that whole vision is so cool and it just makes so much sense. And um, yeah, like just visually putting people's essence out is such a good idea and so important. And you're right. Like a lot of us aren't as aligned as we think we are behind the scenes and what we're showing up front. So yeah, that's such a cool, cool thing. Yeah. That's what I I love to do. And through, you know, like different one-on-one sessions that I have, I have an essence session where like, we just do essence and like, I make a whole mood board for you. And then harmony sessions are really rad because I help people. Um, So I'm, like with my spiritual practice, I've also learned that I'm very intuitive. Like we are all intuitive, but in our session, I will even like receive messages from like your guides and your angels and spirits um, to help guide you. So back in the day, those used to be called clarity sessions. And so I would literally like map out how to get from A to Z in like all these different phases, like very like business creative consultant style. And the more that I'm leaning into my North Node in Pisces, which is all about like trusting the unknown and very spiritual and all this kind of stuff, the action items these days are like, "Mm, I think you have to feel your emotions. (laughs) You're stuck not being able to post social media content because you're not feeling your emotions. And that's all your action items. So it's, it's really interesting how harmony is a big pillar within ocean essence is it's just helping them create alignment in their life and mm. business. So magical. Who doesn't need mm. more alignment? <laughs> yes. It's so powerful. Yes. Amazing. So will you yes. share, you kind of have, but just like make it amplify what you're offering to the world right now and how people can work with you yeah. and find you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Lexi. I'm so grateful. Um, so uh, yeah, my biggest focus right now is, um, harmony and essence sessions, as mentioned. Um, if you're interested in the embody course, I'm going to probably do like a beta of that starting soon. And then it might just be come an evergreen course that anybody can sign up for in the future and make it super affordable so that this is kind of like a, like evergreen product for ocean. Um, and then also there's, I'm, I'm really leaning into uh, opening up space for creating campaigns for brands. So that's for people who um, want to make a digital and print photo shoot and video shoot for their brand. So amazing. Oh, yeah. thank you so, so much for being on here today. And I hope everyone goes and checks her out. She's you can't already feel it. Her essence is so magical and her content is so beautiful. So thank you. Thank you so much, Lexi. Honored to be here with you. Yay. <laughs>